0: I'm Zach Koenig, and today on Miles Away, we're talking about our favorite airlines.
2: I'm JT, and I'm talking American Airlines, where I love the partners, both being able to earn elite status and really maximize elite status.
3: I'm Benet Wilson. I'm TPG's credit cards editor, and I fly Southwest because they actually treat me like they enjoy having me on their flights and they like my business.
0: I'm Zach Koenig, I'm the host of Miles Away and editor at large at TPG, and I value United Airlines because I really enjoy flexibility and the same day change policy.
1: And I'm Scott Meyerowitz, executive editorial director at TPG. I am loyal to Delta because they get me where I want to be on time, and that helps me stay close to my family.
0: Typically on miles away, we focus on a destination, but today we are going to chat about a very different or specific aspect of the travel experience, and that is flying, so getting to your destination. And if you're based in the U.S., you have a few key players to get you from A to B. We've got American, Delta, and United, but today we're also gonna add Southwest, which is definitely a mainstay within the U.S., a smaller international network, but very popular here in the United States. I've got three TPG colleagues joining me today, representing American Airlines, or an American Airlines frequent flyer. We've got JT Genter. Welcome to Miles Away, JT. Thank you, Zach. I will be chatting about United Airlines. And then we have Scott Merowitz, who will be here talking about Delta. Hello, thanks for having me. And then Benay Wilson with
3: Southwest. Defend to the end.
0: <laughs> so uh, I want to go one by one, uh, just very quickly, if you wouldn't mind stating your, your name, your title, and you know why you've chosen your airline and why you're defending American, for example, JT. Great, yeah, so I'm JT Genser. I'm a senior
2: points and miles rider here at TBG. I've been flying American as my primary airline since 2015. I was kind of late to the, to the game and getting into the loyalty programs, and they're definitely the best of the time and I've stuck with them as I've had elite status, and I've found ways to make it work for me. It, it, they're sometimes hard to defend, uh, right, especially right now with some of the issues, but I've it made it work for me. Where are you based now, JT? I don't have a home. So uh, for the last two years and then a couple months, my wife and I have been
0: traveling, living out of hotels, and uh, flying constantly. So that key aspect of you know, why someone might choose an airline, which is you know, their home city, that doesn't necessarily apply to you right now. That's correct. So yeah. you're, you're kind of a free agent, if you will. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's see how that impacts your decision going forward. First of all, I'm Zach Honig. I'm the host of Miles Away, and I am editor-at-large at TPG. And my airline is United. And I actually started with Continental uh, you know, a long time ago oh. as a kid. Um, but as a kid, I flew out of Newark all the time, and so you know, I was a Continental flyer. And then after the merger with United, I realized I had at least 500,000 uh, lifetime miles banked and that I was halfway through to lifetime status with United Airlines. And so I decided to push through and stuck with it. So, United for me.
1: I actually grew up flying Eastern out of Newark as a kid. Oh, you do? Which okay. is where my One Pass card came from. Uh, Scott Mayerwitz, I'm the executive editorial director and I kind of oversee everything that you see on the site here at TPG. So send compliments or complaints my way. <laughs> Happy to do both of them. I used to be American Airlines Executive of Platinum. Probably around the time JT started, is when I switched over to Delta. And you can say a lot about the program itself but generally i really love the airline and everything they do for me as a flyer we'll talk a little bit about sky miles later on which is the one big weak spot that's my quick synopsis
3: well i used to be united and continental elite status and then when i stopped working for airlines and other companies i started just sticking with southwest I like Southwest. It gets you from point A to point B quickly and easily. And they actually act like they appreciate my business, unlike some other airlines.
1: And Binet, they're the largest U.S. airline, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. So we might ignore them for international, but domestically, they rule.
0: And as our credit cards editor, Binet. Uh, does the Southwest credit card play in at all and, and some of the perks that you get with that?
3: No. Unfortunately, I had one. It wasn't my favorite. You can get more miles and do more things. I have A-list status, so I don't really need the card.
0: Got it. Okay. And then one big perk, though, that you can earn through the credit card is the companion pass, right? And you're... Yes, but
3: you don't have to have a credit card to do that. You just have to fly 100,000 miles or 100 segments.
0: Are you a companion pass holder these days?
3: No. Oh, no. okay. It's I always wish. been on my list. But maybe I, it's I, time to
0: get that card again. <laughs>
3: yeah, You know what I'm thinking.
0: <laughs> so we're going to go uh, through a few different categories. We're going to start talking about the fleet and in-flight products, starting with JT. So tell me a little bit about American's Fleet, what makes it special, and what you like about it, maybe don't. Uh, and the in-flight experience for
2: you. Yeah, American Airlines, it's a merger of American Airlines and US Airways, and unfortunately, there's still plenty of US Airways planes flying around today, which is one of the cons. But up front, there's some great business class seats, especially on international 777s and 787s. Domestically, unfortunately, they're tightening on many of their aircraft, but they're still excellent seats new seats, even on uh, some of the older aircraft, they at least put new seat covers on the seats.
0: When it comes to, to in-flight entertainment, there's not a whole lot going on, is that right? And I remember even on some of the long-haul aircraft, in business class, mm-hmm. you don't even have a seat-back TV.
2: On some aircraft, and that's the problem with American Airlines, is, is such a huge wide range. On some aircraft, there's 287 movies in a screen, a large screen in front of you that's in business class to Europe, say. On a different aircraft, maybe on the same route, you might have a tablet that has less than 100 movies on it, and they're going to collect it an hour before you land. So there's such a huge wide range. American Airlines can be by far the best
0: and they can really struggle another. I was very impressed when American rolled out the, you know, the reverse herringbone product, finally mm. on the 777-300ER, which was, at the time, the, the leading business class in the US. Yeah, That's debatable, and we'll debate that when we get over to Scott <laughs> with Delta and, and <laughs> Delta One Suite. One thing, though, is, and I loved getting my Bose headphones the moment I sat down. They yeah. Take those away oh. like way too early, they right? They
2: do, yeah, to prevent theft. I saw someone complain about the other day. Over an hour before landing, they're collecting headphones and the tablets and leaving people who possibly pay thousands of dollars for these flights without any entertainment. It's pretty
1: shameful. Yeah, last time I flew American to London in business class, they woke me up before breakfast just to collect the headphones. Wow. That's, that's, that's pretty Absolutely. consistent, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah.
0: What about food? We'll talk about food and catering and, mm-hmm. and, and you know, the in-flight service. How's yeah. that been on America?
1: It's gotten
2: better, especially even in the back. Uh, they, they just recently partnered with Zoe's Kitchen to uh, get actual you know, real fresh food in the back. But the problem is you have in to be... In the back flexible. is economy. In the back, okay. the economy. I, I split my time between uh, business class and economy and, and premium economy. The business class food is pretty solid on certain routes. It really depends on which airport you're flying out of.
0: And American is is also in the process of of moving more aircraft over to the Viasat now too, right? So better connectivity on the way.
2: That is one place I feel I can really defend American Airlines. (laughs) They have over 900 aircraft that have uh, high-speed Viasat, Panasonic, or GoGo satellite-based Wi-Fi. And there's excellent speeds on, on many aircraft. That's really one of the main reasons I stick with American Airlines is that
0: connectivity. So moving on to United. United, like American and the US Airways merger, somewhat recently went through a merger with Continental Airlines, and so there's a a mixed fleet there as well. The Continental aircraft entered the fleet, and United actually started installing Continental's 222 seating on some of its new aircraft, which was a surprising move when you have American and, and Delta with 121, which is direct aisle access for everyone in business class. That was a little surprising. They're, they're working through and correcting that now with the Polaris retrofits. And so, on average, a new Polaris-equipped aircraft or retrofitted aircraft rolls out every 10 days. And so, you know, they're pretty quickly working through and getting rid of those about old time. planes. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah about time. after a few <laughs> Yes, it did take some time, but it is a big step up if you happen to land a Polaris-equipped plane. Wi-Fi is still very much a work in progress. It's a constant complaint, and I reach out to United uh, each time I have an issue, they would send me miles and then I would donate the miles, it kind of became this running thing for the year. And I don't know how many, it was definitely a Millions couple hundred miles. thousand miles at <laughs> least. But they're, they're definitely improving there. Catering is a different story though. And so when Polaris first launched, I thought that the catering was was pretty good, I mean very solid. And then they've slowly been kind of rolling back those changes. Uh, and so especially with international flights, I've found the quality of the food has, has dropped quite a bit. So that's been the challenge. But so glad that we have some 78710 Dreamliners flying out of Newark now pretty consistently to Europe. Uh, there are those Transcon Dreamliners as well, which is pretty special. So if you're flying between Newark and San Francisco or Los Angeles, you could end up on a really nice, brand new international aircraft, which offers a pretty decent experience, even if you're in the back, as you say, <laughs> uh, in economy. I'm, I'm keeping an eye on United, but I've generally been more or less pleased with the direction they've been going when it comes to the, you know, the in-flight product.
1: I mean, those are good arguments, but now let's talk about Delta, because by far and away, I think they just blow the other guys out of the water. So Delta, like the other airlines, has a combination of aircraft, including Northwest ones, the old Delta ones, and they do have probably the oldest fleet still of any domestic airline, but you can't tell that when you step on board. They have ripped apart the cabins, renovated, and it feels nice and new. And let's just talk mainline domestic coach. I'm going to get a power outlet and a TV. And I cannot say that for your airlines. And that is a big difference for me. I can be on my laptop, plugged in, working. I can watch a movie while doing some work. The Wi-Fi is great on their fleet. It's consistent. And they also are pushing more and more satellite connections. I cannot defend the food. At least in first and business class, it's fine. It, it does the trick. It's nothing. Just a memorable. few Woodford Reserves
0: and everything tastes a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know they've
1: got Woodford Reserve. So what do you need? But you know Comfort Plus, they'll come through with the snack basket two three times. I was on a uh, flight to Orlando. I think we were in the air two hours. There were three or four. Beverage services, Like, you just don't see that anywhere else. I recently flew in Delta One to Las Vegas, and the flight attendant every 10 minutes was coming through the aisle. One of my coworkers was right behind me in an American Airlines flight, didn't get any of that service. And then finally, up front. Yeah, the business class product traditionally on Delta is not best. I kind of joke that some of the seats feel like a coffin. Uh,
0: are you talking about the suites, too? No, uh, no. Okay. The Thompson. old. Thompson the,
1: era? Or
2: the yeah, su- the seven six seven. Oh, yeah.
1: But they are doing a great job with the suites now, putting those in, or the suites without the doors on some of the planes, and it's a great product. Tell, tell me, what is this
0: concept of a suite without a door? It's, yeah. it's <laughs> it sounds what, like a seat to me, right? It, it, it's <laughs> a seat. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
1: it's the same as the Delta One seat. It just doesn't have the door. And, and how many
2: a, aircraft do it have
0: those now?
1: Well, right, right now, uh, it, they're you feel it, very right? special when
0: you get on the one and only. Yeah, yes. yeah so on is the 7-6. <laughs> but if you
1: look at the 777s and the A350s, those have the new product up front. And it's a, it's a great experience. Experience, granted. Getting up there on miles, well, we can talk about oh that. Later. Well, as yeah. long as you don't mind
0: spending five hundred thousand to get to yeah. Asia, why one way, not? One But <laughs> Renee, well, how about the Southwest experience? Obviously, everyone is in the back, so to speak, on, on Southwest.
3: <laughs> yes, you've got your 737 fleet. You know, as soon as they acquired Airtran back in 2011, the 717s were gone. It was never even an option. Went so. to Delta. Yes, they did. It is what it is. I have A-list status, so I get an early boarding pass. I have to have my aisle seat. Um, No food, I mean, we all know I bring my own. Um, usually smoked salmon, because I just like to be gourmet. And
0: why, why is that early boarding position so important? Because, I mean, Southwest handles boarding and seat assignments, in a, or no seat assignments, in a very different way.
3: Yes. Um, I am claustrophobic, so I have to have an aisle seat, and I like sitting toward the front, because I want to get off as soon as possible. Plus, um, Southwest, even with free checked bags, people bring a lot of carry-ons on, and those bins fill up quickly. So it's important to me to have that A1 through 30 boarding pass. Benay, what what about the Wi-Fi experience on board? It has not always been good. It has gotten better. For $8 for 24 hours, you you can't beat it. And they now offer free movies, so I catch up on a lot of my movies. I bring my um, iPad and watch television and all that. And it's all free, so I can't complain.
0: When you say there's no food, you bring your own food, but can you buy food on
3: board or there's just there's nothing? There's no food. No food. You get, okay. um, well they used to have peanuts. They got rid of the peanuts which I'm still bitter about. <laughs> um, pretzels, um, last night I had the little Ritz crackers with cheese. Um, in the morning sometimes they have the Belvedere, but we're not, no there's no meals. Okay. You're not buying anything. Are any they food.
0: flexible if you want like four packages of Ritz crackers with They're cheese? They're very generous okay. with that. <laughs> well there's lunch right there. So we're going to continue. We'll start again with JT going down the next category, and that is routes. So let's keep this kind of tight, but you know, you're a nomad, but yes. a lot of people choose an airline because it's convenient for them. Like I chose Newark because I can get there in 20 minutes. I grew up in New Jersey. It was very you know easy to get there. Where were you originally based when you first chose American?
2: At the time, I was actually based in Austin, Texas. American Airlines has a shuttle service practically between Austin and Dallas, and Dallas has flights all over the world. Uh, So it was very easy for me to
0: get up to Dallas and to anywhere with usually one stop. As far as the routes now though, I mean you can get many different pretty interesting destinations on American Metal.
2: Yeah, so American Airlines seems very different than some of the others. While there's hubs for Delta and United, American Airlines really focuses on its hubs. I, I can't really think of any flights that they have that doesn't touch one of their main hubs. American Airlines has 6,800 daily flights, 365 destinations, 61 countries. That's pretty impressive of a route network. Because of their hub-and-spoke model, they're able to add stuff like... Uh, recent one, I think it was Little Rock, Arkansas, small regional towns that are able to get a daily flight because Americans are able to push everyone through a hub and off to that, that small destination. So they're able to serve even more destinations that way.
0: And some fun international routes too, like uh, yeah.
2: Philly to Dubrovnik. Yeah, and- that they just turned into a daily one uh, they're going to next year. Dubrovnik, they just announced Casablanca, Flying to uh, Tel Aviv soon,
0: a bunch of Which interesting is coming back after you know U.S. Airways had had at least one daily flight yeah. in Philadelphia Tel Aviv. And this is a good time to mention alliances too, because yes. American is part of the One World Alliance. Exactly,
2: that's one of my favorite reasons for being an American Airlines flyer is their partners. And you have some of the best airlines in the world that American Airlines partners with Qatar. You've got Japan Airlines, you've got Cathay Pacific. I saw um, a stat at some point, it's surely outdated at this point, but thousands of destinations that you have in individual routes through the network that you can get pretty much anywhere on Earth. And now you'll be able to get to Africa soon now that
0: they're Very adding cool. uh, Royal Air as a partner. And so moving on to United, uh, I'm actually most excited about uh, United's new Newark Cape Town flight, which is launching this December. I got a phone call months ago. We've got a really, really cool route, and I started guessing. I, I've actually Newark Cape Town was one of my guesses, but I thought it'd be Johannesburg. But uh, United has really been innovating when it comes to, to new routes. And you know, we saw a lot of experimentation with, with some Chinese routes that didn't end up sticking around. Uh, the Dreamliner has enabled you know, some point-to-point flights that just were not cost-effective before.
1: And United basically stole Americans' route planning yeah they yes. got, they did yep. yes
0: exactly. yes yeah so uh they have really been working hard to come up with some uh, interesting options
1: but how how about delta these days yeah We've been talking a lot internationally. Um, I'm a New Yorker, and I tend to fly a lot of domestic trips for work. I've done 30 flights so far this year, and not one of them has been a connecting trip. So uh, no layovers, no connections, no issues for me. And that's all because of Delta, so thank you, Delta. More than 40% of LaGuardia Flyers were on Delta last year, and nearly 28% um, of those out of JFK were also on Delta. So they dominate the New York area, especially if you don't look across the river at Newark and United there. Uh, So for me, that's just been a great experience. And, you know, we can talk a little bit about on-time performance, but Delta beats every other major airline on on-time performance. And when I want to get home to tuck my daughter in uh, before she falls asleep, being on time makes all the difference for me. And that's why I'm sticking with Delta. Does schedule padding play into that at all? Does does it <laughs> add more time to the schedules? And- you know what? Even with schedule padding, they still have a better operation. Uh, they don't have the same cancellation rate as the other airlines. That's they, they delay flights overnight. There <laughs> <You know, laughs> oh we go. This is the no, yeah. look, we got into this. We actually pulled the stats on this, mm-hmm. and there are definite times when Delta will push a flight 13, 14 hours. Right. But what's not said is that they're reaccommodating many of those passengers, especially those with elite status. Uh, on just for
0: those of those of you listening, Scott just held up his platinum medallion baggage tag.
1: tag. My brag tag brag that tag. I actually don't use. Or
0: <laughs> well, you don't need that and the
1: t-shirt. No, you don't. <laughs> the t-shirt really helps. Sometimes the hat. Um, yeah, they, from my experience, have gotten me on time more than the other guys. And even if they are padding the schedule, they actually hit those schedule times. I was flying American back from Charlotte the other month. We were delayed, whatever. We get into the gate. There's no one at the gate to pull the jet bridge no, that's, That happens and all the time with America. never happens with Delta because mm. the, crew, hard. the crew there feels empowered. And the gate agent who came down basically was like, yeah, I'm sorry. And the pilot's like yelling at him. He's like, what do you want from me? <laughs> and, you know, at Delta, there would have been four people running down that jet bridge to get that plane. That's the difference. How about
3: Southwest? Well, okay, there's not a whole lot of international flying, you know. Caribbean, Mexico. But what I like about Southwest, I'm based in Baltimore, and I can get nonstop to most of the places I need to get to, including Oakland, Los Angeles, San Diego, San Antonio, Sacramento, all the places that I need to get to. And even with one stop, it's pretty convenient. It's usually um, no more than an hour and a half wait in between flights. So um, I wish there were more international flights. Um, I still have United Gold status, so for international flights, I will fly on United. Southwest?
0: I think this is, might be even unique to Southwest, correct me if I'm wrong, they may not still do this, but if you have a connecting flight on the same aircraft, what's called a direct flight, yes. you can actually stay on the plane yes, you and can. move to a better seat. Mm-hmm. Is that right? You sure can. Okay. As soon
3: as everybody gets off and they say, you can move, we all rush up. and. <laughs> <laughs> sit there
0: so let's let's move on to the ground experience we're going to have to move pretty quickly so jt what's american up to these days on the ground
2: they just opened their fifth flagship lounge which is incredible business class lounge which i'm happy that they've coded as a business class lounge because that means even mid-tier elites can get in when traveling internationally even in economy the flagship lounges are incredible the uh, flagship first dining if you are flying a true first class is second to none. It's sit-down dining that you get absolutely free, excellent food. I uh,
0: haven't tried it myself, but everyone I've heard from says it's, it's fantastic. So. Superb,
2: yeah. It really is a first-class experience, which has been lacking at, at American Airlines in other ways. Uh, American Airlines just partnered with Blade recently to have helicopter transfers to try and make a seamless experience, especially for those ultra-rich, uh, ultra <laughs> pre- deep, Those premium. deep-pocketed premium flyers. Exactly.
0: Uh, so is that, can you actually purchase your ticket with a blade connection? Is that how it works? No, so you have to add it on. It, okay. it's, it's
2: very piecemeal. They could definitely improve the process. You have to book the, the helicopter and
0: the um, car transfer separate from your flights. And, and as far as United goes, the ground experience, I, I fly out of Newark, and so Newark Terminal C has been completely transformed over the last few years, and so there are actually decent restaurants there. Uh, there are iPads everywhere. Some people don't love necessarily, especially at Classified, you know, you're at a, so classified as this private, kind of invite-only restaurant. You still have That's to pay for everything. Free, yes. It's not free at all. But frequent flyers get to go there, and it's a very quiet spot just but kind of behind the Polaris Lounge with a nice view. And speaking of those Polaris lounges, they are pretty fantastic. And so if you don't have access to flagship-first dining on American, mm-hmm. uh, you know, many more people can, can actually experience United's a la carte dining which is not of the same caliber as Americans, but it is a lot more accessible. But how, how is it accessible? You have to be flying business or first class, international, long haul international on United or a Star Alliance partner. And so I've, several times I've been flying Star Alliance out of Newark, and I'll come first to Terminal C, go into the Polaris Lounge, and then take a bus over uh, to Terminal B to catch my flight. So.
2: Seems
1: like a lot of effort just for a place to <laughs> Well, yeah, tell us all about those International yeah. Sky Club stuff. I was just, <laughs>
2: in, just in Atlanta yesterday flying yes. Delta at the International
1: Terminal. So here's where Delta falls short. Um, yeah. There's one class of lounges. That said, the regular lounges, the Delta Sky Club, are better than the Admiral's clubs or the United clubs on the base level. I find their food offerings are a little bit more extensive. The seating is uh, nice and refreshed. American is quickly redoing some of those lounges. The lounges and, look great. And I'm they just... look they look great. But you know, Sky Club was ahead of them. I was just in Seattle and loved their Sky Club. You know, Took a shower there, used the spa facilities. It was a great place to unwind. And yeah, the food was not international food class. There's no flagship dining, and that is definitely a shortcoming. But for a domestic traveler, I think Delta's Lounge Network competes above and beyond the others. But Nate, what's, what's the ground experience like at Southwest?
3: <laughs> um, we have really nice chairs with outlets in <laughs> them. Exactly. And, yes. and if you don't want to sit in a chair, you can sit up on the bar with <laughs> okay. and Or you
0: can kind of stand by your boarding uh, group yes, for a little exactly. while as, as they're waiting to, to open up
3: boarding on the plane. Flying out of VWI, Um depending on the concourse, because Southwest has expanded a lot. It used to just be AB. Now they have some C and even a little bit of D flying. So um, if I'm in C or D, I will go to Vinovolo, I will go to the Firkin and Flyer, which has its own little lounge. Um, there is also the club at BWI, it used to be the old United Airlines club before the merger. A little tight in there sometimes and it's crowded, but you know, it's better than no lounge. Uh,
0: so we're, we're really tight on time now, but I want to talk about really quickly about loyalty programs. This is obviously a key aspect of what we do at TPG. So- Tell me all about Advantage, uh, as quickly as you can, JT.
2: That's one reason I definitely stick with American Airlines, is I can figure out a way to earn elite status and really utilize elite status to the max. As an Executive Platinum, I can cancel up to the day of. Especially for my nomadic travels, that is incredible. So if something comes up, I have to change my plans, I can cancel all these flights. And get all your miles back, there's no penalties at all. Exactly, exactly. And so American Airlines has bumped up the amount of spend that you have to do to 15,000, but I earned American Airlines Executive item status this year for under $4,000 by flying partners. That's one thing I feel American Airlines program is much better than United is that you can earn elite I qualified agree. miles, elite qualifying dollars, elite qualifying segments on partners. I pretty much re-earned top tier American Airlines status before I even stepped on American Airlines plane.
1: And this is why everybody in 2020 or 2021 American will probably change the rules yes. all because of JT's yeah.
0: <laughs> Just because of this podcast.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> well moving on to United real quick. The thing I
0: love most about United, and this has actually changed recently, but I used to very consistently get complimentary upgrades. Mm-hmm. They seem to have adjusted their approach, and so they're holding those first-class seats uh, until departure these days. Uh, and so people are buying up for a very small amount, mm-hmm. and they're getting those first-class seats. So you could be a you know, no-status economy passenger paying $79 on my you know, Detroit to Newark flight yesterday. Yeah,
1: learned that lesson from Delta. Yeah. yeah and American. Sure there's,
2: yeah. The American Airlines executives have gone over to United that have been implementing these policies. Meanwhile, American, we're finally getting our advanced upgrades back.
0: Yeah. All right. As far as the global upgrade certificates, they're called Global Premier Upgrades, GPUs. I've been able to use all of mine every year. and So that lets you book a, an upgradable economy ticket, which is usually a little bit more than the cheapest fare. Uh, and then fly up front in Polaris business class for the price of economy. And you can also share them with people, which is something you can't do with Delta. I have a number of friends uh, that are global services with United, and they have even more access to upgrades. And so they have more upgrade space. So I'll reach out if there's PN space, which you know is only for global services members, and we'll trade upgrades. We'll do things like that that you just can't do with, with Delta. Yep.
1: Let me start with the good. Delta treats its elites really well. If there's a delay, they're going to get you on a flight, what I've found, faster than the competitors do. They do a lot more in airport transfers, uh, in the Porsche. Everyone has a fancy car transfer, but I think Delta has the largest fleet out there. They really are- Definitely cons-
0: never gotten with United. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, I have as, I once made a 14-minute connection in Detroit, and the Porsche driver called the gate agent to hold the plane for us, which I thought was amazing. Delta also lets you, and no one else has this, charge your way to status. If you have one of the Delta American Express cards, you can actually earn a lot of elite qualifying miles. I have three of them, and if I put $170,000, I know, it's a, it's, that's <laughs> it's a, a really point. big amount. I've heard you're decorating your apartment these <laughs> yes, days. Yes, exactly. Right? <laughs> um, I would earn 80,000 miles towards status, which is enough to renew platinum. Uh, and they How waive, many dollars? Oh, the, and yeah. they waive the dollar requirements. Yeah, okay. that. So that's all the good. The bad are the miles are pretty much worthless. <laughs> um You can use pay with miles, which is about one cent on your miles, which is a horrible redemption rate, but at least you know you always have something there. It
0: depends on where you're you're based, though, because I know Richard Kerr has, has out of Atlanta, he's found some really great deals uh, redeeming Delta Miles. What
1: I've actually recently been finding is for short-haul economy domestic trips, they're great. I've been getting like 12,000 round-trip redemptions, which are fantastic. The price on those tickets is probably under 200 but it's a good way for me to burn through the miles the other thing in zach you alluded to this the upgrade certificates are a pain there's no way to search online for them and you cannot give them to people so when my wife flies to london for work if i want to try to upgrade her i can't unless i am booked on the same flight with her
0: i will say though the delta miles do not expire which is which is good yes Although if you have our co-branding credit card with American or United, your miles don't expire as well. South, yeah. How about Southwest?
3: Well, you know, it's just the it's the basic again. <laughs> yeah. But it's comfortable, you get from point A to point B. One of the little quirks with Southwest is you can't do same-day standby unless you pay the fair difference. And mm-hmm. when you're A-list status, you do not have to pay that fair difference. Oh, wow. oh. Yes, so that has saved me a lot of money and a lot of headache. They're also very interactive with the A-list people if there are delays or cancellations. And also, I like the fact with Rapid Rewards, when there's a seat and I have the points, I get the seat. I don't have to worry, and they have three levels. The anytime, want to get away and then walk up. So.
0: And you don't have to worry about getting a good deal either, because it's based on the cash fare.
3: Exactly. Yeah. And no, no dancing around and going through oh, charts and everything. No sweet so. spots, but pretty much guaranteed. What exactly. You want. Well, you can get some sweet spots. You know, they have um, Southwest deals and you know a few times. Those time Hawaii flights too, right?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can get some pretty. We just deals. ran a post. Uh, someone had flown himself and 33 members of his family to Hawaii yes. for a million points, round trip. <laughs> It's a, points, it's a lot of points, but a lot so. of people, so.
1: And I was looking to fly Delta to Portugal, and it was a million points round trip for one ticket in business class. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Portugal's nice
0: and everything. Now, before we wrap up, I want everyone to have a chance to share one final point in about 30 seconds. So, what's keeping you two American, JT? The partners, the ability to
2: earn Elise status and get incredible lounge experiences on partners, some of the best products in the world, Guitar Cafe, Japan Airlines, The Partners is why I stay
0: with American Airlines. For me on United, I would say it's the upgrades, being able to use those global upgrade certificates. And also, it might sound small, but the same day change feature. United is very flexible with the same day change policy. And so I can change up my routing completely. Uh, If I've confirmed an upgrade in advance, you keep the upgrade as long as there's space open. So as A1K Elite, it is completely free to use as many times as you want.
1: Delta, it's all about the flexibility. They empower their employees to go above and beyond. I'm going to tell a very short story of me flying back to New York. The plane next to me was going to Atlanta. We did not have pilots because of weather. The other plane had mechanical. They pulled the pilots off the Atlanta flight, put them on our flight. By the time they fixed their mechanical problem, their pilots had landed. So basically, we got on our way. four pilots were inconvenienced but that's the
3: Delta way. I could not see that at your airlines.
0: No, I probably couldn't either. Benet?
3: Southwest is friendly. I mean, they actually make you feel like they appreciate your business and they tell you that. The fares are very reasonable. I can get to wherever I want to go and, you know, it's not the luxury experience that you all have (laughs) but I can make it luxury on my own and I'm very happy with it.
0: I just want to go one by one and uh, JT, starting with you, How can someone follow along with your adventures on social media? Yes, I'm at Genser everywhere. I guess I never throw mine in, but I'm at Zach Onig, Instagram and Twitter, Scott. I am at Globetrot Scott.
3: I am AveQueenBenet, B-E-N-E-T on Twitter and AviationQueen on Instagram.
0: And of course, please follow along with the team at ThePointsGuy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks for joining this episode of Miles Away, and thanks to all of you. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks thanks. Again, I am your host Zach Honig. This episode was produced by Margaret Kelly and Caroline Chagrin. Our music is by Alex Schiff. If you've been enjoying Miles Away so far, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you choose to listen.
3: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen